Hi, this is Scott with Android Guys. And this is Luke. You're hanging with the guys. Yeah, you are. It's Tuesday. It is. It is just a few days until Christmas. Yeah. Have you been a good boy, Luke? Uh, sure. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Who's that? It sounds like something a cop would ask. <laughs> <laughs> are you nervous? Are you a cop? You have to tell me. No. Uh, I've been a... I've been a pretty good boy. Yeah? Yeah. I, not to get presents or anything like that, but to sleep better at night. Yeah, right. If you are good, you can feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's really... That's the best present. Shout the out to therapy. <laughs> Shout out to mental health. Yes. Uh, are you all set with your... I am for the most part. So luckily my wife does a lot of the shopping for the house Mm -hmm. you know for the kids and stuff and you know we coordinate like we'll talk about what to get but she's the one that usually gets it because she looks for all the deals and stuff i'm not i'm not that person it's i find the easy the passive path of least resistance and i'll go with that and she'll be like oh this was like five dollars cheaper here you're not that guy pal yeah (laughs) not that guy pal so are you all wrapped up no gifts and stuff no so usually we'll spend an evening wrapping like the day before or something like that because um if we wrap it ahead of time then we have to have a place to put it now mm-hmm. if it's unwrapped we can just it can all be in bags and thrown in closets and all that kind of stuff but once you wrap something it has to stay nice yeah so we usually wait to the last minute because we need hiding places in our house when because it's, we have yeah. kids that are smart right, right now it can hide in plain sight essentially yeah yep um but yeah, I'm done for the most part. I, I have to get her a couple things for her stocking. I've gotten her presents already. And I've gotten uh, the boys like something from just me. Um, but yeah, I I think I'm, pre- I'm pretty much set. Did you uh, or do you have any sort of like uh, routines or rituals or uh, traditions that you do around Christmas, um, Christmas Eve? I guess I mean it's become uh it's become ritual or tradition that we will do Christmas Eve at her parents' house and then we'll do Christmas Day later in the day at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um but that's about it. We do we do like the uh the pickle ornament in the tree. It's one of the things we do. Ah, what's this? Okay, so there's uh there's a pickle ornament, looks like, you know, a pickle and you hide it in the tree. And then uh, the kids look for it. The first person to find it gets a, a special present. For us, it's like five bucks sure. cash. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that. We I grew up with that in my house, and we you still do it at my parents. Nice. Um, they have like. Has it still, always been a pickle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a and it's a thing like. Because there's other people, there's people much like you that have gone, I don't know what that is. Sure. And then there's other people that are like, oh, yeah, we do the pickle. We've got a pickle. Um, so I don't know where it came from. I don't know the origin of it, but it's something I grew up with. Um, and that's kind of it, really. I mean, once through the holidays, we do like a drive through Christmas lights and get ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um we we have in the last like three years done the like a countdown twelve days of Christmas for the kids and do like a special thing every day. Sure, you know, like one of ours was going to see Spider Man, and then we we always make going to see lights 
do that one of those things. One night is you can stay up as late as you want. One night is we go to the grocery store and you pick out your favorite drink and favorite snack. Nice. You know, like it's nothing, nothing like real high impact no, for the budget. As a whole, it's a it's a thing for kids to remember. Right. It's a it's a fun right. thing. But that's really about it. How about you guys? Do you guys? Well, the, you actually segue right into a talking point we didn't even discuss. It was, we're so good. The, it's like we finish each other's sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> um, we got this. Uh, let me back up. So we don't do a pickle ornament. Yeah. We are uh, usually in terms of like Christmas traditions, gifts. Uh, there's been a lot of night before Christmas wrapping mm-hmm. in the past, and there's usually you know uh, resolution to not do it again. Yeah, but invariably it happens. Yeah, we separate to opposite floors of the house, and mm-hmm. don't come in here. This one's yours. Yeah, you know I have however much time I need privacy in this room. Yes, that can be actually nice. Bring I'm bringing gifts down. Don't. I won't look. Why do you have your switch with you? I don't know. <laughs> but don't come in. Why are you looking for the charger for your phone? Because it's 11 o'clock at night. Because I want to listen to Christmas music while I rap. <laughs> How come you're not doing that? Uh, we will uh, usually do that. We've gotten better Yeah. Uh, to wrapping them. Uh, my wife will sometimes just... Get to a point where she's like, I'm just going to throw them in bags. That's why we don't throw these bags yeah. away. Yep. Yep. We have these, reused bags. These nice gift bags. We don't write names on them. I got in trouble last year. Uh, so there's a bag that we have that uh, every year I'm supposed to give Rachel a present in. I've done it every year since we've oh. kind of gotten married. And Is it a raggedy bag now? Kind of. Um, and I forgot last year. I forgot <gasps> to use the bag. Stupid pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and she noticed when I when I was done wrapping, she's like, uh, the bag is still in my oh. bag is still in the wrapping stuff. I was like Yes. You're right. I'm not done though. <laughs> I'm throwing you off. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You, okay, so did you go the whole year without the gift in a bag? Or did you? Yes. Do no, I, I didn't have. I had already gotten all the gifts, and I was like, so I put one of her gifts that I wrapped in the bag. Oh, <laughs> so a like, technicality. It, a, it, it technically fulfilled the obligation, but mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a. Oh, I can't believe you forgot the bag. It was. It was more of just. I didn't really get you anything that needed to be in that bag because it's a little bit bigger of a bag. Yeah. Um. Because like I had gotten her like. You know, a robe or or some towels at one point, or you know, coat, winter coat. Like, so it's mm-hmm. a is a it's not a huge bag, but it's a bigger bag. Um, Sailboat fuel. Yeah, you got her. Yeah, a, a big a big bag of it. Yep. Uh, we <clears throat> we uh, this year we did a gingerbread house. It was oh our yeah, first uh-huh. time doing that, <clears throat> and I think that will become a thing that we do. Cool. I think instead of buying like this kit of three houses, we'll probably buy one house for every person. Yeah. And we'll buy the kit, but then we will also probably end up buying like our own candies and stuff uh-huh. on top of that because yeah. it 
it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. You got to look now. So the, throughout cheap. the year, you need to look for uh, like silicone baking molds for architectural. <sighs> so you can make your own yes. gingerbread. You can make that planks building and, in uh, Spain. Yeah. The Sagrada <laughs> La Familia. Yes. <laughs> gingerbread edition. If, if you do that, I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> Either way. you're Yeah. <laughs> However it turns out, I want yes, to see that. Yes. Um, so we'll probably end up doing that. We got a book this year called The Adventure Challenge. Mm. We had originally picked it up uh, last year. There's an Adventure Challenge book for couples. Okay. So the premise is pretty simple. You have this book of just random things. You have no idea what you're going to do. Yeah. And there's a key inside to tell you, or like a legend of this will require so many hours, or you may need a babysitter, or mm, this can mm-hmm. be done, um, you know, under twenty dollars. Right. Or you'll some, need to be able to hold your breath for three minutes to do this one. <laughs> so it's I get a bit of an anxiety when I think about because uh, I don't know how much the book is going to like force you to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, uh, so we, we got that book earlier this year, and then there's another one. We ended up getting that book for our son, for our son and mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Nice. And they were going out doing different things, and, we're, and they're, like, trying to tell us. We're like, no, no, no. Talk very vague and abstract about things you're doing yeah. because we don't want to know what's in our challenge book. Right. Because you just flip to a page, scratch it off, and whatever it is. Oh, really? So it's not – you don't, like, start at the beginning. You just you go just wherever you want. Flip to a certain thing and Interesting. you have to scratch it off with a mm-hmm. like a quarter or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it tells you. And then it's – once you scratch it off, you have to commit to it. Oh, that's cool. The last one we did, we had to go um, – <laughs> We had to go get appetizers, mm-hmm. main course, and desserts at three different places. Oh. And we had to speak in different accents the entire time. No way. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? Uh, very interesting. Yeah? Yeah. Um, a lot of like waiters look at you weird. The first one we told them, we're like, all right, so here's what we're doing. So we're going to. We're going to do this thing yeah. with you. And they loved it. Yeah. Like the other people that were there were like laughing and they were like, you did pretty good. I, Good job on that. You know? Yeah. It's tough, man. Yeah, I bet. It's tough. Yeah. But after we did it, like the next day or two, we were at the store and we put up to the drive-thru to go to like the pharmacy or something. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, I just went into one of the accents <laughs> and it caught her off guard. Yeah. Well, the woman at the window doesn't have any yeah, idea. Yeah, she has no idea who you are. And my wife was sitting there, and she, like, turned and looked at me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I, I think I like this. I th- <laughs> <laughs> this is me now. Um, yeah, we the, I can't remember any of the other names, but we, we named ourselves um, Phyllis and Earl. Earl! <laughs> the first one. Nice. <laughs> um. So we ended up getting an adventure challenge for 12 days of Christmas. Oh, that's cool. And I, this is the one that gave me anxiety because I was like, oh, I, sw- I told my wife before we got it. I was like, I swear if this mug has me knocking on my neighbor's door to sing Christmas carols, mm-hmm. she's like, fine, we just won't get it. And I was like, oh, get the book. I know how excited it is. You know, 
I felt bad. Yeah. But it was just like, there is a point where I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. I, because I, this holiday, you know, has been, it, it is tied in with spreading cheer and joy yeah. to people around you, you know, which and is my great. Neighbors, my but, neighbors would get a kick out of it. But right. I, at what cost to me? Right. Like, yeah. I still got to see you when I mow. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to think I was drinking. Yeah. Like, come, oh, hey, Scott. Want to sing? You, you want to sing a you got a, you got a uh, national anthem? It's, yeah, uh, July. So <laughs> we got the book, and um, the we put it aside for a while. We didn't realize, you know, like okay, it's twelve days. We had it about two months ago. Yeah, and then I thought, well, we need to get it started. Yeah, and I thought, well, let's, last Sunday I was like, let's get twelve days. You know, it was the twelfth. So we'll do one a day, and that should put us right before Christmas. Sure. It's actually the 14th you start, and there's, oh. and it actually says in the book the date. So the 14th, the 15th. And I got to tell you, man, it's hard yeah. to do something like that every single day. And sure. I don't know if the book is going to change from year to year. Yeah. But it, it's got some fun stuff. Um, one of the things we did uh, last night was you – have to do basically chubby bunny with a bunch of marshmallows yeah and you break up into teams and then you have to read uh famous movie quotes from christmas movies <laughs> and to see if the other while doing can chubby get, bunny while doing chubby bunny <laughs> so we're shoving our mouth full of you know marshmallows yeah as my wife my son and his girlfriend yeah and it was fun it was messy yeah um what are some of the quotes you guys are doing? They were. Do they give them to you in the book? So you can either look them up or mm-hmm. you can flip the back of the thing open and there's a QR code that takes you to like a landing page of nothing but quotes. Oh, that's cool. So you time it and you just kind of go through and. Yeah. They, but they were quotes from like uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. a bunch of them from Elf, nice. Home Alone, nice. know, things like that. So you were smooching with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> One of, yeah, there was. There was a competition to see who could put the most marshmallows in their mouth at uh-huh. first, yeah. and then it was like, there's no way anybody can speak. Right. Like, sound does not escape. At some point, the only thing that escapes is drool. That was established <laughs> the, very, the first person to go. <laughs> and then when everybody starts laughing, yeah. you exhale, and the drool just kind of... <laughs> My son's girlfriend, she, she was trying to talk, and she... I don't know what it was. She started to like giggle and then laugh. And then I laughed. Yeah. And she basically spit out. Like, Just flip. Two, two, yeah. <laughs> but I got like spackle <laughs> across the table. <laughs> she didn't realize it. <laughs> and my wife's like, did you see what happened? She's like, no. She's like, you got Scott's, you know, shirt all the way over there. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It, yeah. yeah. I was whatever. like, dude, it's. Whatever, it's yeah. just marshmallow. But um, yeah, so that was fun. That's one of the challenges. Another one is uh, you'll have to drive around, you break into teams, mm. you create a scavenger hunt, and oh. you decide what you're going to go find, take pictures of. Yeah. Certain ornaments or things, uh, Christmas-based or whatever. Yeah. Another one was, um, the first one was you find a random ornament in your house, mm-hmm. and it becomes the thing that you hide Ooh. Anywhere in the house, uh-huh. but you have to write a clue and leave it out for everybody to find. Sure. And then the person who finds it gets to hide it, and you repeat until Christmas. 
and then you vote to find out who had the best uh, yeah. clue and hiding space. So you hide it every day until... And yeah, I mean, it could go two, three days if people haven't found it. Right, depending on when you pick that challenge. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So uh, I think we're on our fourth or fifth hiding spot. So it's... Who, who has had the best spot so far? Well, I have. Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. Uh, I I put mine on a music box mm-hmm. or like kind of draped it. Um, and then my clue, I just drew on the notepad. I drew a couple of music notes. Yeah. Everybody immediately went to the sound bar. Yeah, all, of course. All three other people, yeah. they see that and they're like, oh. And then they're walking around looking at every Google speaker in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I mean, you guys are right, but you're also wrong. You're very wrong. So my son hit it last and we're trying to figure it out. He's like, the best gift this year was the clue. Mm. We don't know if he's being a smart ass mm-hmm. or if he's being genuine. We don't know if it's related. To, I mean, we, we looked around for about 20 minutes yeah. and we're like, I'm going to have to marinate on your clue. Yeah. Figure out where, what angle you're approaching this. You're right. So that's what we've been doing. We did some Christmas cookies on Sunday, a couple of yeah. days ago. We'll be icing some of the sugar cookies. But yeah, uh, without really the snow, mm-hmm. it doesn't truly feel like you're Christmas right. season. Yeah. So it, it's kind of very, it's very busy out when you go out. Everything is very busy, but it, yeah. you're right. It doesn't really feel like the lead up to the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, honestly, as I've gotten older, I feel that less and less because regular life just keeps happening. Yeah. And when you're younger, it's like, oh, Christmas break. Yep. And then, you know, like, oh, I'm Christmas off school is coming for, for a week or two or whatever. Yeah. And I, then I don't go back for another week after Christmas. And then it really felt like holidays working retail. Because mm-hmm. all everything changed, but now that I'm not in retail anymore and I'm not a kid, it it it's almost like, oh yeah, Christmas is it's, next week. It's going, yeah, okay, that still happens, right? Yeah. So we, I I don't need treacherous roads or conditions, no. but I would appreciate. I mean, the days are short and dark, and yeah, you know, chilly. Mm-hmm. Give me some snow, and yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really what we've been up to, uh, catching up some different TV shows, yeah. doing some different things. Uh, we've both seen Spider Man, yes, since the last episode. Yep, and we talked a little bit off the show here. Yeah, um, what would you give that out of a ten? Out of a ten, man, it's hard to it's hard because I and you can always change it. I'm not right. going to nail well, you down. Well, so so. I think when we talked about it initially, it was it was only like a day or two removed from when I saw it, and I really liked it. But now the more that I've thought about it, the not the less I've liked it, but it it hasn't gotten me the same. I I would probably give it a seven. Yep. Yeah, probably a seven out of ten. That's about where I am. They they hit pretty much what I expected them to hit, mm-hmm. but it's not the kind of movie where I'm like. I'd like to see that again in a the theater if I can. And you know what's strange is as much as I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, I, I feel like he he is maybe the best Spider-Man to me. I, I Toby Maguire was good the mm-hmm. more that I look back on his Spider-Man. Um, I don't really have a desire to watch any of the latest Spider-Man movies again. He, that's... Is interesting because I think Friday night I came home mm-hmm. and my wife was 
maybe 15, 20 minutes into uh, Homecoming. Yeah. So, and it was on TV with commercials and everything. So she's just kind of like playing on her phone, watching it. We sat down and, you know, I started watching it. We finished it. Mm -hmm. And then we watched uh, Far From Home. Yeah. And she she brought up the point. She's like, I don't think I – she was surprised by some of the things. She's like, I forgot that this and that guy. And I thought he was, you know, Mm -hmm. a bad guy. And I'm like, we realize that uh, she had only seen them the the one time at the theater. Yeah. And – Whereas other Marvel movies, if they're on, she'll watch them, right? Or seek them out, even. Mm-hmm. So for that, yeah, I don't know what that is because I'm I'm the same way with you. It's like I don't. I mean, I like them. Yeah, I really do, but I don't know that I'm like. There's other ones that I've I've watched again. Like I'll watch. I've seen Doctor Strange, you know, more times than I can count on my hands. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Um. I've seen Winter Soldier mm-hmm. over a handful of times. I mean, I've seen a lot of these movies a lot, but Spider-Man is one of those ones that it's just, I don't really have a desire to watch it again. You think it's the 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 story type, like Winter Soldier or something being like a spy, or spy film? Maybe. And it, this is more of like a, a high school coming of age. Maybe. Like, just doesn't resonate with you. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. It could be that. Uh, I don't ever feel – I never really felt like the stakes were very high in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But we've talked out a couple times now about how we appreciate that yeah. about Hawkeye and Spider-Man. Even, right. Because you get to these other ones that they build up to these huge things. And right. you're like, dude, I don't need a whole country or a whole planet to be at peril right. or in peril. Right. Um. Because I, it's happened so much. Right. Because it has happened so much. But there's something about the Spider-Man, like, he always he always makes it through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've seen him in how many movies now? And he, he makes it through. And, like, it just doesn't ever feel like there's really a – like, the first time Spider-Man was – that it was like, oh, man, this is real, was when he got snapped. Yeah. You know, it was just like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's gone. Yeah. Like, but up until then, it was just kind of like, he's not going to die. Like, right. I know he's not going to die. They're not going to kill Spider-Man. Yeah, he just joined the right. the universe. So, I don't maybe it's that. Yeah. But, but it's it also could be just, you know, different stage of life. It's hard to resonate with that character as much. Um, so the episode, this episode is going to be called Luke wants to kill Spider-Man right, sure. for good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, back to, uh, no way home. Mm-hmm. I, it was a good movie and it, it did the things it needed to do for Spider-Man's story. I think it's, it'll be interesting to see, you know, that what the next Spider-Man might look like mm-hmm. because, you know, we have one more movie. With Tom Holland, I think that has been, um, you know, talked about, but I'm guessing he might be in another ensemble movie at some point too. Sure. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I thought, uh, I thought he was done 
I didn't realize he had signed on for another movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was done and I thought it was a really clever way of, you know, kind of giving him an out yep. of the MCU. Um, but now that it's not an out, it's a little weird of like, it could include an arc. Now? Yeah. But yeah. If you start down another road, does it have to be another two to three film right. storytelling? Right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very much in agreement with you. I would say probably about a seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'd seen it like a day or so before you and you yeah. texted you like, so that was really great, right? And I was like, that was good. Yeah. You know, I, it had already started to settle in yeah. for me where yeah. I was just kind of like, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not here to yuck on somebody else's yum. If they, for sure. Because I've seen a lot of people are like, dude, this is the best. This yeah. is, you know, and I know there were some fan servicey moments in the film that mm-hmm. weren't overly generic. Yeah. You know, or um, just there for the sake of being there. But I think there were some that were just like, oh, that, that's kind of cool how they did that. And yeah. at one point I did lean over to my wife and I just looked at her and I was like, that's kind of cool that yeah. something, and I don't want to spoil anything, but something visually, mm-hmm. was like, that's, that's kind of cool how they yeah. did that. So, yeah. um, yeah. So uh, we, we've both seen that and we've also, uh, keep it up on Hawkeye. Yes. We've got one more mm-hmm. and then on to Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, dude, Hawkeye, I, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I really like I've I've really liked Jeremy Renner just in general. Yeah. And you almost kind of forget he's Hawkeye because it's been such kind of a kind of a background character. And you know because he's not like superpowers and right. super it's not like it's more grounded in reality. Yep. So you're not constantly reminded that this guy can fly right. or can you know do anything crazy right. that's you know not of this earth, right? But uh, I, I like I like that intimate storytelling. I mm-hmm. like the I like him as a as an actor, and I like what yeah. he's done with the character. Yeah, I feel like he's more relatable. I think it mm-hmm. it will be interesting to go back and watch some of the other stuff. Yes, with that weight of Hawkeye. Yep. Um, I don't know if that makes anything necessarily better, but we can uh, well, appreciate I will, some of the backstories. Spoiler alert for the rest of this episode. I I did go back and watch a little bit. Of, oh yeah, of stuff okay, that so, included him. So it's yeah. So you did you watched um, Endgame? Endgame. Yeah, I watched Ant Man and the Wasp, and then I watched Endgame. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely his side of the story because Endgame is you know where we first hear about Ronan. Yeah, and. Um, it it's it's definitely different like you see even you know all the stuff with black widow that happens in that yeah. movie it 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 all you I, I watched it to remind myself of of all of those things that happened because in hawkeye now we're seeing you know the effects that that has on him and the stuff that he's wrestling with as a mm-hmm. as a person and also as a hero um it, it it was a good reminder of of that that history of that character 
And um, now we're seeing, you know, we're so close to the finale. We only have one episode left. And I feel like there's so much going on that I don't understand how they get it all wrapped up in one episode. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about, you know, we have the Echo Show mm-hmm. happening, um, you know, but that's it. And so it, it'll be interesting. You know, there's always in the slates of the Marvel release timeline, there's always, you know, another show TBD and stuff. So I'm wondering if when Hawkeye ends, if they're like, oh, by the way, we have this show coming. Yeah. Or by the way, this movie's coming out. Well, you can't rule it out now because we've seen that happen with Star Wars. Right. You know, and, and you would assume that they'd be willing to do that for other properties. Right. Yeah. Are we going to have, are, are we going to have a, another you know is there going to be a daredevil movie or is there going to be a a kingpin movie or you know are we going to have something else that that plays into you know some of the things we're starting to see in this world yeah. to tie things together i'm i'm curious if there's some kind of like announcement of like does hawkeye as a series going forward does it pivot to kate bishop's character right and hawkeye and i mean we can't really um, we're getting into spoiler yeah space if we talk about other people right but it seems like they're they could go in two or three different directions from here yeah and that's it's really fascinating to me because I don't feel like you have to follow everything. You don't have to see every Marvel right. movie. You don't have. You can kind of jump in wherever, yeah, and just kind of go back and fill in the blanks or yeah. see some other stuff. But it, it's different than when, like, the Avengers started out. Yeah, you know, it was like here's a standalone, standalone, standalone. There's a big one coming. Here's a couple more standalones. Yeah, like the phases felt like you had these big chapters. Right, and and the phases had in those those big ensemble tie-in movies that kind of, you know, brought everything in that phase together. And we have yet to know what that might be for this phase. Right. You know, and I think that's the part that I think maybe I'm waiting for, or, you know, some people are waiting for, is I'm seeing all of these different stories but I've been trained that they all tie together. So how? What's the big right. payoff for now? And maybe there's not. You know, maybe this is a different storytelling that they're doing. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, a lot of those phases, you know, the phases that we've seen before didn't have Disney Plus right. as, a, as a storytelling avenue either. Right. So um, it'll be interesting to see kind of what that looks like. Is it is it a... We're tying this all into a big ensemble thing at the end, or is it just we're just telling different stories that are in this world and that all kind of happen at this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll reference something and reference something else, but they don't have to be connected. Yeah. Do uh, I, did you see the headline this week about the book of Boba Fett? They can't show anything beyond the first half of the first episode yeah or tease anything because yeah. there's some kind of spoiler yeah any idea where that where, where that might goes? go 
I, I have no idea. I'm guessing somebody else alive from that time. Yes. I'm guessing it's something like that. And I think if I had to guess, it would be Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. There was the report that Harrison Ford had been on set at some point. Not mm-hmm. necess- maybe not for that. Right. But for some filming. Right. Uh, potentially as like a de-aged mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you dangle that immediately in episode one. I don't. And yeah, I, that seems like a, that seems, I mean, if we're just looking back at what they did with Mandalorian, we didn't see Boba Fett until, I mean, we saw the back of him in like episode two, at the end of episode two, I think. Of season two. Of season two, yeah. yeah. But, um, Man, to show Harrison Ford and halfway through season one, that would be. It tells me there's more screen time, and I don't know if that's more than he's signed on for. That almost doesn't make sense because it, it's just so much CGI. If they're yeah. having to de-age somebody like that, it just seems a little like, why? But I could see, you know, a Hayden Christensen. I feel like there's going to be, like, part of me is like the book of Boba Fett. I see how they could do it as chapters, like Mandalorian chapter one. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So that is its own book. Yeah. But then I also think there might be like a literal like book of like things he needs to write. Yeah, like his 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 hit book. Yeah. Yeah. He's got things he needs to scratch off in a book. Yeah. And each episode from from the however many years it's been since we saw him. And it could be my, that's what I was going to say. My gut tells me we could be playing with time jumping of yeah some things that happened prior to the Sarlacc yeah. and some storytelling off, you know, stuff that was off screen at a time. Oh yeah. So I guess if it, if that timeline is like that, then it could be, yeah. Who could it be? Or maybe not even who, but just the, the, the device of whatever the storytelling is. Yeah, like we assume it it takes place liter- linearly, right, and just moves forward from that point. But right. does the book is there back and forth? Of yeah, does he walk in Jabba's palace and have a like a memory, and then they cut to you know a flashback of right? This episode takes place, you know, the last time I was in this room, right? You know, was this or like, is it? You know, I have to get. I want to take out this person that wronged me in the past and this is the story of that and then the other half of the episode is him doing it yep yeah that's an interesting idea i like that we're gonna find out real soon yeah we are gosh so soon (laughs) uh any other um tv movies uh i mean i've been catching up on uh wheel of time uh how do you feel about that you know what it's good there's some there's some departure from the books yeah. Um for sure departure from the books. And it's interesting now because the other thing I started watching was the season two of The Witcher. So these are they're very much uh you know, play in the same sandbox kind of ideas of fantasy mm-hmm. world that has magic and does all one this kind feel of stuff. like feel more pro compared to the other? Yeah. I mean I, I definitely think Witcher has a 
definitive style and what they want. And, mm-hmm. and I think Wheel of Time does too, but Wheel of Time, it's their first season. So yeah. you don't really know um, exactly where they're going. And because of I, – I don't think I would really think of it at all if I hadn't read the book or, or the books. But since I have, things that happen are you know some things that are different. I go, okay, why are they different? So what could that mean? And if that's different, are they doing this different? Are they doing this different? Like, sure. So you, you, I guess you kind of don't know what's happening either, but from a different perspective, you don't know what's happening because it's different from what you should, what should be happening. Is it generally following the same path? Just kind of shoots off. Yeah, little random. Yeah, some little things happen that are different. Some, you know, some kind of side story esque things happen, but kind of everybody ends up where they should be ending up um in key moments. Okay. Um but the it it's told obviously a lot faster than the books are. So, you know, we're we're in season or episode 6 or 7 now. Yeah. And we're already uh you know, almost to the end of the first book. Okay. So, and I think that's what it's leading up to is the ending of the first book, but um some of the some of the way that they've gotten to that point is different Mm -hmm. and I'm still enjoying it. I still really am enjoying it, but some of the, um, some of the character development, uh, choices are, are inner. I'm interested to see how they land, Mm. um, based on the character from the book. Okay. Um, but I'm really liking it. And then Witcher season two is, it's really good. It's that's all. I mean, that's really all I can say is it's it's just really good. How far are you in that? Um, episode seven out of. I want to say there's ten, maybe. Okay. Um, it's cool. Yeah. It's definitely cool. I didn't so I didn't read those books, but I played the games. Um, and you know, stories are very similar. I from you know from what I've heard. Obviously, the book is way more in depth, um, but it it's really good. Henry Cavill is great as Geralt, Geralt, Geralt he, of Rivia. He strikes me as the kind of guy that's like way cooler than he needs to be. He could probably mm-hmm. get away with being a whole lot uh, down to earth and approachable. Mm-hmm. He just seems like, uh, like, damn, dude, you are a cool guy. And you're handsome as hell. Yeah. And you're really good in some of your roles. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, I, I kind of feel like uh, sometimes like when I see like, like when Ryan Gosling's on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It's like, man, you could totally get away with not doing this. Yeah. Nobody would be mad at you. Right. But you just want to play these characters and well, do these things. And, and I think that's the thing that is, and I think that's why he's gaining such a fan base and, and people are really liking him is because- you know, he is the guy that could be, uh, you know, George Clooney or Tom Cruise and be yeah. the next, like, uh, Hollywood face yeah. and guy. And he's choosing to do things that he cares about. And he's yeah. a, I mean, he's a big nerd. He's a like, fan of those yeah, things, it, not he, just you know, his I agent saw, signed him a deal. I, I saw a, a Graham Norton interview where he was talking about 
playing Warhammer and, and, you know, there's been videos that he's put online of him building his PC yep. and PC gaming and stuff. And like, he's just a nerd and he really likes these things. And he just also happens to be, you know, the captain of the football team and the best uh, person in, in music theater at school and all the girls still love him. Like yeah, he's, he is the guy that can do all and, and everybody likes him. I, he could have gone the way of Brandon Routh. Yeah. Just Superman. That's Oh, yeah, that, that was the guy that played Superman for a right. while. But, yeah, like in Mission Impossible, he was great. Oh, yeah. Like you can see him being Bond potentially. Mm-hmm. But there are other the people. Mo- the movie wasn't good, um, wasn't great, but I really liked him in Man from Uncle. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it, but I understand he did well in the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. As Sherlock Holmes in, in Anola Holmes, yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I mean, he was admittedly a side character. Sure, um, the which movie again was... goes to that point of like, oh, they could have got anybody for that. Yeah. It's a Netflix film. And yeah, he's not the lead, but they got this guy that's like, wow. But yeah, I would say I thought you would have been busy when we were filming this, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he learned that he can't be busy when he's filming anything from. Yeah. The Superman debacle. <laughs> yeah. He's come out of that better than I expected. Well, I, I don't think it wasn't his fault. Right. You know, it was, it was, you know, he was Superman and then he, he got, he, he got a movie. He got man from uncle. I think it was. Yeah. And he had a mustache and then they oh, were like, you're talking about specifically about that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then they were like, we have to do reshoots. And he's like, Can't, sorry. Contract says I have to wear this. Yeah. Yeah. Like that wasn't his fault, but um, I think you know it was a all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this not part of yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna make this not an issue anymore. Right. Um. But yeah, man, that Witcher Witcher is great. It's it is um. It's gory. It's intense. It's explicit. Like yeah, it's not a it's not a uh, not a you know a teen fantasy you know it's yeah. it's not like uh most of the fantasy stuff we see is like very much uh geared toward you mm-hmm. know teens or or something this is this is very much uh pretty intense yeah and it's interesting because one of the main characters this season is is a girl and so it's it's kind of the story of um her being in this world and if, you know, finding her own, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. I had, uh, we talked about this a few episodes. Well, it's been a while now, but there's a show on HBO now that is based off of a book mm-hmm. and they dropped the first three episodes all at once mm. is station 11. Oh yeah. And I, had downloaded the book on Audible, mm-hmm. fully intending that over a 10-hour period, or maybe faster if I sped up the listening speed, sure. that I was thinking, I could do this on a flight. Mm. You know, I've got a four or five-hour flight. I can hit this on the way and back and be done. Yeah. Never listen to it. And then the show is out. Of, you know, it's mm-hmm. here. Uh, I watched all three episodes last Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's also 
I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know what's going on. Sure. But I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah. And they dangle a couple of things that you're looking at, like, oh, this this hops through time mm-hmm. and through so many, like, each episode kind of feels like it follows a different lead character. Oh, uh-huh. And I think I texted you when that's when I was, like, man, I'm getting some, like, Cloud Atlas vibes on this. <sighs> I loved that. Oh, I love that. The movie was fine, but yeah. I love that book. So if I don't want to compare it to that, yeah, and I don't want to say that it's you know going there. I want to listen to the book now, but I don't yeah. want to get I don't want to get ahead already. Yeah, you know, and, and that's but, interesting. Maybe so. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, because I, I forgot. Maybe I'll watch it and then listen to the book. That's what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah, like I don't want to return the book. You know, right I'll now. do it anyways. Yeah. But, um. Which, side note, Audible is awesome for that. Yeah. You just say, nah, I don't like this. And they're like, all right. Yeah. Pick what, something else. Yeah. What was it? I had one time I was asked, what was it about the book? Yeah. And I was like, it was just a little bit more, it was a book on sleep. Yeah. Like sleeping patterns and the health of it and all that. But we tried to listen to it as a Audible. Mm-hmm. And it was just like nonstop studies and stats. It puts you to sleep. And it, that's what... That yeah. was the irony. My wife and I were like, this book is actually going to put me to sleep mm-hmm. because it's saying these things. And I'm driving. Right. And I love to drive and listen to a book. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm not following this. I, I'm not even – I need to see these charts that they're talking mm-hmm. about. And so I just told them, I was like, it isn't so much about, like, the benefits of sleep and the health and the science behind it. But it was, like, the data mm-hmm. behind it. And that, you know, they were like, Cool. You know, yeah, their no problem. Audible is awesome about that. And yeah. if if anybody's listening and doesn't have Audible, check it out because whew, yeah, sweet. And if you've got a book that you downloaded through Audible and you're like, I'm I never finished it, I'm never gonna listen to this or yeah. something. Try it. You might have a, there might be a statute of limitations on how long you have on the book, right? But if you just abandon something or never listen to it, you could probably get another book for it. Yep. Anyway, you were saying. No, so I, I watched that. And I think they're going to do two more episodes a week. If I read this properly, oh, cool. they're going to okay. do two at a time and then one at the end. Gotcha. So we're looking at, what, 10 episodes or something 10. like that? So, so there's three. Four more weeks. And then I think they're going to do another six that way. Mm-hmm. And then the 10th. Nice. I think so. Nice. I might be wrong. But uh, I'm, I'm curious about mm-hmm. who... Why are there so many different stories are we following? And yeah. you do see them overlap. You're like, oh, this relates to that person. Mm-hmm. But then just from the trailers and stuff, I'm, I, I got vibes of like, is there something happening through time? Yeah. Like Cloud Atlas, where it was just kind of like these souls that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. are destined to interact and right. find each other. Right. But I don't know that that's – that would be way too derivative. Right. But like – this is a critically acclaimed book. Right. So it's got to be something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then I watched, uh, let's see, the season finale of Survivor. Aha. Uh-huh. My wife and I were not exactly happy with the person with who, who won. With who survived. The sur- the sole survivor. Um, But we get it. Yeah. You know, we, we see why. We were really surprised at the way the votes went. It was Richard Hatch again, wasn't it? Yeah. He wasn't there the entire season. <laughs> And then when it came time to vote, <laughs> there he is. Eight out of nine votes, Richard Hatch. 
they voted for the first time since the first season, mm-hmm. like immediately after they cast the votes. Normally, he's like, all right, holds him in his palm, you know, in this thing, and then walks through the jungle and then grabs onto like a helicopter rope and you would assume that he just flies directly to yeah. Burbank, California, and right. lands to read them, but yeah. never mind the fact that it's been eight months. Right. This one, he was like, all right, so this is an interesting season of firsts and a lot of things we haven't, you know, new challenges and new twists. Sure. How about one more? We're going to renounce the winner right now. Oh, wow. And they brought the jury over and they all sat down and they started having pizza and everything, and but they announced the winner right there and- was weird because you felt differently about some of the people who came in second and third or the runners up. Uh huh. Because it all happened right there in the moment, and they're hitting them with questions of like, you know, they're fresh off of like challenges and everything. And yeah. It isn't like they had to go home and live with it and come back and wait for the result. Right. It's you just got them pleading your case for this vote six minutes ago. You lost. <laughs> like, it's all in the past already. Wow. So it felt really weird to see that happen to people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm back on the Survivor bandwagon. Yeah. It's one of those shows where for a while I just kind of uh, forgot to record or mm-hmm. just tell YouTube TV to record them. Mm-hmm. And I happened to catch it this year. I was like, oh, it's coming up next Wednesday or whatever. And I went in and just hit record. So... I think the new season says spring, so I'm assuming like February, March. Nice. But the way they made it sound was they were going to clear out everything after they were done. Uh-huh. Like the producers and everything were going to clear out. Uh-huh. And then the next morning, the new survivors would be landing on that island. Oh, wow. And they would start another season like back to back. Of course, edited and whatever over time. Oh, but it's still Jeff Probst, right? He's done every season. Man, that's a... There's no break, huh? No break. Now this was 26 days instead of 39. Okay. So they went every other every two days instead of every three days for all right, all right. you know voting somebody out. Yeah. But it still felt like a full season. Yeah. Of, of Survivor. Interesting. Yep. Uh, and then I watched two other things. One was well, they're both I guess you would call them documentary style. Mm-hmm. One was called. Uh, Life of Crime, yeah, on okay. HBO Max. Uh-huh. Somewhere back in the late '80s, early '90s, somewhere I remember watching some HBO documentary, like true. I don't know if it was a series that they had done or mm-hmm. what, but I, I remember seeing these people, these characters. Like yeah. the cameras followed these guys in New Jersey, uh-huh. and you just kind of got a feel for what their their life was like, where they lived, what they did. For money, mm-hmm. not necessarily for work, right. for money, uh, for drugs, and um, just kind of followed them around. Yeah. Fly on the wall stuff. Did not interfere in mm-hmm. any way. And then uh, they kind of re- revisited those people over the years. Yeah. It was interesting to see that, like, this was called Life of Crime 1984 to 2020. So it was like, it told me that this is the end of it. This is like, or we're going to give you like a comprehensive look at everything that we captured over the right, years. Right. But it follows these same characters all the way up through 2020. Wow. And you see them. It It's very interesting to see things jump like 
three weeks, four months, eight years, and then you know uh, but to watch these people age mm-hmm. and to go through these things. It's tough, man. Yeah, it, it is, uh, especially because you know you're watching these people like with addictions, mm-hmm. and you don't know like, oh man, it seems like he's turning the corner or she's turning the corner, and the next time you see him, like two weeks later, like, really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, my heart. <laughs> yeah. So it, I, if you are into that kind of um, true, like documentary, like just real people, yeah, not polished, yeah. Um, produced well, mm-hmm. but uh, the the guy who was behind the camera, his name was John, and the people treated him very like they refer to him like you know they talk to him all the time. Oh, John, good to see you. And, you know, he'd catch up to him on the street. I'm like, oh, hey, John. He's like, where are you coming from? He's like, oh, I just got out of jail and I'm heading to the bank, you know, or I've got to go back to jail because I forgot my teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like really real people. Yeah. So um, if you like that kind of stuff, I definitely recommend it. Interesting. Is it – so if, you, if you're watching them from, you said, the 80s until yeah. 2020, it's, it's, it is very rare that you see something like that on video anymore. Like, you know, you watch a documentary on, like, a, an artist or somebody mm-hmm. and, and you can see, like, shots of them. Uh, yeah. you know, in their career, but not, or a, a moment in their career, right? Not decades of their life, right? That's the. I mean, the only thing that I, you know, and this was a fictional movie, but the only thing I remember is that movie Boyhood. Yeah, you know, where you'd we saw that actor, you know, over Age. A, eleven yeah. years or whatever. Um, that's got to be strange to it, see. It is, and and for me, it was like. Um, it was weird to go back to these people that I forgot existed. Sure. And to see them and go, man, I thought they were so much older mm-hmm. when I was, you know, like a high school kid. Right, right. You know, late teens. I'd look at these people. Now, the drugs in their lifestyle aged them up a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. But I always thought, man, when you're a high school kid, like people in their 40s are the same as the people in their 50s right. and 60s. And so – to to go back and see them and to watch them like when it, the screen would go blank and it's like six years later, like I went and then you're like, Whoa. Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. I wonder if he's healthy. I wonder if he's clean. I wonder, oh look, he's got a haircut now and he looks good. And mm-hmm. or to see it jump and you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what the last two years were like for this guy. Right. Since we last saw him. Right. So I, I I might, I might revisit that again. Yeah. Uh, before too long. So is it overall, and we can move on from after this, but is it overall just like a, just a slice of time? Yep, slice of There's, life. Is it like a cautionary people? tale to uh, the viewer, or like? What? Yes. Okay. I, I would also say that because these people are, you know, all of them are into. I mean, it, it's called life of crime, right? So you see, but all of them are affected by drugs Mm -hmm. in one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And there are kids. Oh, wow. So you see like kids way younger than yours. Right. Out at like 1 a.m. standing on the street while their mom's walking down to sell drugs to a car that just pulled up. Yeah. 
you know, hanging out of windows and just like, oh, these poor kids. And then you see them in the future. You're like, oh, that's the kid. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. You know? um, or people that were full adults when it first started towards the end of the show, they kind of show some people. They're like, oh, I remember you. You were. And they would show footage from like the 90s. And mm-hmm. you're like, whoa. Man, this person is still in the same spot doing the same thing. Yeah. And just looks that much older. Wow. Like that's just their life. Huh. It's kind of it, I mean it's it's definitely one it's it's an eye opener. Yeah. But it's also one of those like, man, I just makes you just really appreciate people who can kind of survive that, come sure. out of that sure. and and uh battle those demons and whatever. Yeah, yeah. The other one that I uh, thing that I watched is more like we talked about is like a moment of time in somebody's mm-hmm. life is I watched the sixth, the final music box. Oh, right. Yeah. On HBO. Yeah. And this one was on Juice World. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, my son, when he passed away, I told my son, I was, I remember reading the headline on Reddit and I was like, Hey dude, check this out. Mm-hmm. And immediately like, it was the first time I saw him like affected by a celebrity death. Right. So he was just like, are you, are you for real? Like from what, you know, it's yeah. like, I can give you all the information you want. It's not going to make sense to you right now. Right. Like it's just, this, this thing's happened. Right. You know? Um, so this follows him over like 2018, 19, mm-hmm. 20, as he's like really just, hitting his stride as an artist. Yeah. And you see him at different, uh, you know, in different studios, different places, radio, TV interviews, um, different things where you're just like, you get to see his ability Mm -hmm. uh, as a rapper, as the ability to come up with stuff off the top of his head. Mm -hmm. Uh, The stuff that he would talk about and rap about, you realize kind of in hindsight that this is a guy who was, you know, the stuff that he's coming up with isn't like he's reaching for to create a, a, a fantasy or some fiction. He's talking about himself mm. and we might want to take his words a little bit more literal. Mm. Kind of reminded me of um, like Amy Winehouse. Sure. Where you just kind of look at it and go, oh man, we kind of saw this, didn't right. we? Right. Yeah. Like, if we had, if we had maybe looked a little different, maybe something would be different. Yeah. Or sure. the, if, if the questions were asked mm-hmm. or if somebody was there to step in, you know, some accountability or some kind of like right. holding a mirror up. So uh, definitely as a series, I loved the music box Yeah, and I, I thought this was a really good one. It was more entertaining than I thought it would be mm-hmm. as I, I mean, I knew that that one was coming up as the last one. I was like, mm, I've seen five. I should watch the sixth one. Yeah. But I was glad that I watched it. It was pretty good. Nice. Um, and it, it doesn't, it does touch on like, it kind of ends right around when he dies. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the, um, what was the other, the DMX one mm-hmm. did not, it was just more of like a slice of time. Mm-hmm. This one kind of leads up to a point and you're like, Oh, this is like right up to the moments or so. Right. This is his life. Right. So yeah. Um, that's it for what's in the past. Uh, anything else going on with? Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. On both of us mm-hmm. are doing uh, 
taking a lot of our time mm-hmm. is this Wombo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the AI art, the app, yeah. uh, Dream. I'll, I would like to just first say, Sean, I love you, but I hate you <laughs> because you've you've taken away so much of my lifetime right but now. But Sean has now, he's responsible for all these wonderful things you've created. Absolutely. So <laughs> tell us what Wombo is. It's it's an app. Yes. The app is called Dream. You can also go to the website. It's basically AI algorithms mm-hmm. that you plug in prompts. So you would type in like up to 100 characters of like – Keywords. Keywords, mm-hmm. whatever you would want. So if you were like sunset over the Pacific. Right. Or R2-D2. Right. Or – um. Marvel Daredevil. Yep. Charcuterie board. Right. Anything you want, it generates art on the fly using these prompts. And there are, I think, a dozen art styles. So Mm -hmm. when you put in your prompt, then you pick an art style. And then it creates it right now. And you can watch it kind of being created in stages. Yeah. And then once it's created, it's unique. It is totally 100% unique. You cannot create it again. You could use the same prompts a thousand times. It will make something different. You will get a thousand different pieces. Right. And vastly different pieces. So I've spent, since I learned of it Friday, Uh I had seen some Twitter. I even have Twitter accounts that I follow that were creating art pieces. Mm Mm-hmm. And these, like, it would just share the prompt and the piece. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's an instant follow. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that it was, like, right there available for me to play with. Mm -hmm. I started playing with it. I'm plugging in immediately. I'm like, oh, I'm plugging in Pink Floyd lyrics. I'm plugging in song titles and getting all these, like, holy cow, how does it do that? Right. Like, it's not, like, a literal taking of a word, like, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. If I asked somebody who didn't know that that was a body of work. Yeah. If I said, create a piece of art called Dark Side of the Moon, you're going to draw like craters and moons. Right. You're going to have a certain art style, but it will create it in a way that might show a prism somewhere or a triangle. And you'll see like splashes of a rainbow through it, which are pulled from the album artwork. Yeah. Or you might say, um, if you put a year or a color or any mm-hmm. little thing in there to change the prompt, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it is crazy. And every almost, I, I, I would say four out of five, if not more, are, I'm, a, I'm saving them immediately to my phone because I'm right. like, that's too good. That's so good. I got to share that. I got to show somebody. Right. Once in a while, you'll get a stinker. Yeah. And then once in a while you'll get one. And you're like, oh, I should maybe if I just put this on there, and then it comes up and works just fine. Yep. Um, and then it's just so hard to like sit here and get work done the week before Christmas, and you're like, this just I can passively type in a keyword and let it generate this, and while I check my email and I look over and see this, I'm like, dude, look at this, look look what it did for my yeah, uh, Wizard of Oz or Emerald <laughs> City. You know, and just see these things and you're like, I want to print out 
every one of these things. Yeah, dude. Like the art styles are so unique and they just, they're so cool. So, right. uh, from, from messing with it. So you told me about it yesterday. Yeah. So I've been playing with it all of, you know, really 24 hours and I've made easily 30, I've saved easily 30 different images that have been created. And if I had to guess on how this works, it seems like they're taking your prompts and doing maybe an image search and then kind of compiling the overall, you know, average of what those images would be mm-hmm. and then spitting out some sort of artwork based on the style of art that you chose. Yeah. And there's, there's like 13 different styles I was looking and one non-style. Yeah. So, um, and it's, it's very strange because you'll pick one. If you pick something like, uh, you know, fantasy, it's very surreal and, and crazy, but then if you pick um, steampunk steampunk, or there's one called etched, it's a very like mm-hmm. uh, very different style and they're all all uh, it's not like they take the same image and make it the other style. it's it's almost like a total reinterpretation yeah. of of those keywords. Um, I would love to see it create 13 different images based on one prompt, like 13 different images in each style at once at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's now you can also immediately from the app and from the website, you can buy a print. Yeah. You can go in and say, I do want that piece. Yeah. And on the mobile app, you can save that. So mm-hmm. it's like under your profile, under your login. Right. So you can go back and see that you basically you publish is what it's called. Right. So you can go through and scroll through those. And then if you decide later, you're like, you know what? I do want to print that out. You could still do that from the computer. You can't. If you, once you go back or create a new piece. Right. If you save it, you're just saving a local copy. Right. But after that, it's gone. So to that point, these are truly unique and it really kind of dovetails with the idea of NFT mm-hmm. because it is that singular one of a kind, you know, you might have, you might collect a whole series of pieces that you really like yeah, that have a certain prompt or have a certain theme, but there is, there's only one of this. Right. So I'm really curious as to how that will go because the website shows coming soon Mm-hmm. mint nft yeah so you can create that and i don't know if that just opens up the market to just like thousands of hundreds of thousands of like everybody wanting to mint stuff and make money off of it yeah or if it's you know if people care about minting minting mm-hmm. want to spend the the gas fees or whatever to do that yeah i'm uh, very interested to see where that goes right and to find out if it's like is it worth trying to create one and put it out there and, yeah. and get the money before everybody else gets there? I mean, as soon as it's available, I'll try it. Just I'll try and mint one and yeah. throw it up on, you know, OpenSea or something and see what happens. Yeah. It, it's, 
easily the the biggest time suck I've had in a long time. Well, and it and I, th- I think the thing that keeps me coming back to it is it's it's so unique every time it pulls every time it makes a picture from the prompts. I have I already have something in my head of yeah. what I am imagining and then it'll it'll show me what it made and it's it's similar to that but yeah. in different in a way that I never would have thought of. Yeah. And I think that's what's so crazy to me is like there's a lot of there's nothing really definite like you don't see it's very rare that you'll see um you know a face that looks like a person yeah but there's a lot of like six faces overlapping that all have a right or there's there's shapes that kind of yeah put you to that person's face and you can see a likeness yeah um and it's done in such a way like i did a, a doctor strange one earlier today that was really kind of just it was a whole bunch of uh pastel kind of colors and strokes and nothing and very you know, abstract a very lot of abs- these are very, very abstract, abstract but they were done in such a way that you could see the color of his cloak and you could see the the, the blue points of his eyebrows red. yeah and, and the you know his raised eyes and, and the, the swoop of his hair and the splashes of white in the side of it yeah like, it's it, very deri- like call to mind mm-hmm. very it's very inspiring artwork to yeah me. it's not something like if if you're uh if you like you know realistic kind of uh yeah. artwork or something that looks like a, a photograph this yeah. it's not this it's it's very abstract very uh, like if you typed in Yoda yeah. and created it, knowing it, like now playing with it, you'll go, oh, dude, totally. Look at that. Yeah. Or if I did Dagobah, mm-hmm. you look at it and you're like, dude, for sure. Look, over there's the X-Wing. Right. There's little splashes of red and mm-hmm. white. That's that, you know, so it's got that. It knows what Dagobah is. Right. But if you just showed that to somebody and you go, what do you see? And they're going to be like, oh, a jungle, some green. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Dagobah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. But like once you start down this once you yeah you get into it and kind of, of creating you kind of learn how it you learn how learns. to look at art differently too yeah you do like you just start to see these things of like oh yeah i could totally and some of it looks like somebody put like a like a uh, a fract you know fractured mirror yeah and, you know sometimes it's just kind of like uh the, the some of it looks like it's really thick um, latex paint. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's very like pencils, and mm-hmm. you, and if you pick the same theme over and over, you're still going to get different results over and over. Yep, I love it. Yeah, it, I, I for me, it's that I love to create. I love like my downtime is to kind of like create. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of my internal like core values is sure. I spend my free time being creative mm-hmm. and uh, creating. Yeah. So th- I I love it because as soon as I'll make something, I'm like, ooh, yeah, let me see. Let me do another one. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes me – oh, I should do the whole series of Pokemon because yeah. this is really cool. Like as a theme, if you put these four things together on the wall, you're like, dude, that – what does that remind you of? Like, yeah. no, that's totally yeah. Wizard of Oz because yeah. that's a scarecrow. But it doesn't look like a scarecrow at all. No. It just happens to look like a field with these colors and like the arms hanging out. Yeah. Like 
there's a straw hat if you you know interpret it that way yeah i i love it i i can't get enough of it um i think there's over a million downloads of it already so i mm-hmm. i i know we're obviously late to it yeah but nobody else i i i'm interested to see you know as this you know is catching on more and more and ai learning is a thing obviously we know that and but ai art creation you know i'm interested to see what the um what the conversations look like of you know we'll have the conversation of well it's not done by a person it's not real is it real art whatever but then the yeah also, are you the creator yeah are you, you really the I NFT? Mean, is it yours right Truly? because i mean it's the algorithm that created it right, right? um but you had to give it those prompts and pick that particular thing. And, you know, I'm not the only person that's put put Ghostbusters into this prompt to right. see what came up. Right. But, you know, from what I've been told, I am the only one that has this picture mm-hmm. of the Ghostbusters yeah. that it came up with. And are they any more responsible than Crayola for everybody else that has a box of markers and try to draw Slimer? Right. But if you look at how many Slimers there are in that that you've created right? or Proton Pack or right. anything like that, like just the way that it creates that. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, an interesting uh, landscape of, of conversation for art right yeah. now of what does, what does AI created art mean to the creator? You know, is, who, who owns it and is it, is it worth owning? Is it, yeah. You know, because a lot of these, if I saw this hanging in a gallery and somebody, you know, painted it. Yeah. It would blow me away. Yeah. How, how does somebody make this? And there are there are people that do this style of artwork. Yeah. That's why this is the style that these things create, because mm-hmm. it's a, it's already an artwork. I would love to see other filters in here of like um, Picasso. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is some of these will create it, and it's almost as if Picasso made it. Really is uh, this version of Frankenstein? Yeah, you know, I want to watch an interview with the creators of this app. I I'm curious. To, is it a real time fixing? Is it constantly being compiled with mm-hmm. new data? Is it pulling? You know, what where where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, it's it's all very interesting to me and and how does it evolve yeah and the and as somebody who does paint and spend yeah. all that time in there how do they feel right about something that i just throw in some prompts and create By a that, computer doing it and it, i hit it and within 10 to 15 seconds yeah the, i can order that thing i can order something that would take you a week or a month or you could toil over forever and never get anywhere near this right and I drop 150 bucks, and I've got a 24 by 36 framed piece mm-hmm. in the office that you look at and go, wow, mm-hmm. that's really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't – there's no – that's not art. That's but a, does that matter? That's the, you know, that's yeah. the conversation that's like I, – because that, I, there's both – I see both sides of it. Yep. You know, like you said, you create, I create. We both are creators. Like I see the value in the hard work. Yeah. I see the value of – the idea in my head and getting it out through my hands onto, you know, a palette or a yep. figure or whatever medium you choose. And to have that, that, um, 
that time and, and knowledge and work that you've put in to hone your craft being circumvented by a computer, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good as an artist, but can you still appreciate it like I but do? does that matter? Right. As that artist, can you at least appreciate that for its own beauty? Yeah. That for its own, like, I can't believe something like this exists yeah. on this planet that will create this. Right. I see so many and I save them. I'm like, it makes me want to get back into painting. Sure. Like I'm, I do pottery once a week and mm-hmm. I love the creative side of that. But I, I mean, I used to buy acrylic paints and canvases and mm-hmm. brushes and I would, that's what I would do. I would put on podcasts or music and I see this stuff and I'm like, man, I totally need it. This inspires me to want to paint something like this. Sure. Uh, and know that I could do it and get a theme yeah. Without being like, oh, that does, you don't know how to do eyes. Right. You can do the shapes well, but you don't, your eyes suck. Right. You know, well, I just don't have to do eyes. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. I, as long as I get the colors right in some basic shapes, mm-hmm. then you can look at that and go, what do you see? Oh, right. that's, you know, that's a sunset over the Pacific. Right. So, yeah, man, that's, that's a whole, I mean, it's it'll be really interesting to watch that space and watch you know what what happens just what happens yeah well and i was trying to imagine like me getting tired and bored of this thing mm-hmm. and it being like draw something yeah where it's like everybody on the planet's doing it right now and then nobody's doing it right it still exists out there are still people still creating that mm-hmm. i see this and i'm like there are a million people on Android that are doing this, or yeah. at least have tried it. Right. And but there are people I'll, I won't even show because they're not, like, mm, I don't, yeah. Right. And then there are other people, and I'm like, dude, you got to check this out. Right. And I changed their life. Right. <laughs> like, dude, you're gonna, we're gonna spend the next couple of days just passing these back and forth, <laughs> which we have, which we have. <laughs> and I mean, and you, Sean, um. Uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I hate I hate thinking about like, well, all the stuff that we're reviewing. Yeah. It's like there's apps and games and I'm like some of my games are like you need to come back, you need to play me. Yeah. I, yeah I've, all of these, you know, have refilled. It's time yeah, to collect yeah. and like not now. I'm making I'm making art. I'm yeah, I'm doing Big Bird. <laughs> I just did nine cookie monsters in a row. <laughs> And I want to print every one of them. Yeah, I'm trying to find a good Sephiroth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's, I, it's, yeah, it's my everything. Uh, I don't have any other notes here, man. Yeah, dude, I we talked uh, quite a bit about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this will be put live later today, and then yeah. it'll be Christmas in a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Back at it for CES. Yeah. That's right there on the horizon. Yep. We'll start all over again. Crazy time. Indeed it is. Uh, If you made it all the way through this podcast, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions or feedback or you have a topic you'd like to pick our brain about or share or an app or the next trend coming that we don't see. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out to us at podcast at androidguys.com. Yeah. And uh, subscribe. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. 
Uh, like us, give us a thumbs up wherever it is that you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, teach the algorithms that Android guys is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be it for me. Yep. Um, I will see you next week, Luke. Yeah. And we'll do it one more time for 2021. Oh, man. Whew.